Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. All right, here we go. December 2nd edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. The pain continues as the Flyers lose a seventh straight game. Longest losing streak under Elaine Vigneault and a 4-1 loss against the New York Rangers. Started out the game okay. Came out of the first period down 2-0. Eventually got down, though, 3-0. Had a really decisive advantage in the second period. Outshot the Rangers 16-5, but headed it into the third. Still down two goals. And ultimately, the Rangers skate away with the two points. Flyers only scored a goal. They're now averaging 1.67 goals per game since October 30th. The record drops to 8-9-4 and four on the season. We'll see what the status of Joel Farabee is coming up in the next day or so. Lost an edge and slid across the ice into the boards awkwardly, presumably his shoulder, and tried to go out for another shift and then eventually left the ice and did not return. So the Flyers right now in a bad way. And the scoring and the scoring woes can continue. They had a five-minute power play, had seven shots on the power play. Igor Shosturkin, yeah, he made some great saves. The Flyers' finishing ability is just not there. Something Elaine Vigneault is gonna, you're going to hear in a couple minutes in his post-game press conference uh, when he was asked about the team's struggle scoring. Because he said, we're going to have to win games one nothing or 2-1 to because we can't finish right now. And that is the case. They can't finish. It's, you know, the, the first four games of the season or even up until that Edmonton game, the first road game of the season, those are the outliers right now. Those are the first five games of the season. The next 15 is where the struggles are. You could say, well, Ryan Ellis isn't there. The fact of the matter is, is this team is not scoring. And it's really difficult to win in the NHL when, like I said, since October 30th, you're averaging 1.67 goals per game. So where do the Flyers go from here? Well, they got a couple days off and then a very difficult schedule. Sunday, it's the Tampa Bay Lightning again, the two-time Stanley Cup champion. Monday, back-to-back situation, Colorado is in Philadelphia to take on the Flyers. 7-2-1 in their last 10 are the Colorado Avalanche. Then a three-game road trip. Go to New Jersey, head to Vegas, and take on Arizona before returning home on Tuesday, December 14th to take on the New Jersey Devils. So it's not going to get any easier. And when you're a team that's struggling, it almost doesn't even matter who the opponent is. Because whoever the opponent is, when you've lost seven straight, is likely playing better hockey than you. That'll at least be able to be said until you get to that Arizona game. And that's the case right now. This team can't worry about opponent. They can't worry about anything else but their own game. And right now, they are in a huge struggle. So I got a couple of tweets. I didn't even solicit for these, but I got a couple of tweets, and I thought that they uh, presented interesting observations or questions. So let's start with... Jason Rohrbach's tweet. He tweeted me and said, at Jason Mert, is it time to rebuild this? He said, I know the no movement clause, but maybe move Giroux to a cup contender and build this team around Couturier and Hayes as your vets. They have pieces with Farabee, Konechny, Proveroff, and Hart, but they need to get younger and faster. And I looked at that initially and I thought, well, they just had an offseason where the general manager was really aggressive in reshaping the roster, changing the dynamic, and he certainly was. Chuck Fletcher did do all of those things. Traded players out like Shane Gossespierre, Jake Voracek, and many others. Phil Myers, Nolan Patrick, and brought in players like Cam Atkinson, Rasmus Ristolainen, Ryan Ellis, and others. And, you know, would you, 21 games into a season, 
all of a sudden now decide what you did in the offseason was wrong. And was it wrong? You look at it right now, and Ryan Ellis has only played four games. So it's hard to judge that. And so much is predicated on Ellis. Although, like Chuck Fletcher said in his media availability two days ago, one player shouldn't sink our team. And he's right about that. So the, the, really the primary question that Jason Rohrbach on his Twitter asked is, is it time to rebuild this? It's a hard question to answer because what, does, what exactly do you mean by rebuild? Do you mean sell off as many pieces as you can right now, get as many assets as you can, either young players, draft picks, or prospects, and try and rebuild that way? You know, tanking is something that a lot of people bring up. And in the NBA, maybe that works. In the NHL, it doesn't really work. We see teams that have top picks, multiple top picks, like Edmonton. Yeah, they have McDavid and Dreisaitl, but they had four number one overall picks in five years. You look at teams like Toronto. They've had some really high picks and and were really bad, but they haven't won a round of the playoffs. But they have star players. So as you look at it and you, you look at this roster both now, going forward, what's coming? Is it time to rebuild this? Well, in some way, shape, or form, it's time to restock the cupboards, good draft picks, develop the talent. There's just not enough guys down in Lehigh Valley right now that are ready to make the jump that gets you excited, that can take you to the next level. So on one hand, yeah, there are elements of rebuild that they absolutely, I believe, have to go through. But what, how extreme is that? is depends on your own palate, what you can stomach, what you can take. I know a lot of people are really frustrated right now. I am too. I'm, I'm frankly, I'm a bit angry about what we're seeing. There was two plays in the game that really bothered me. There's two plays because there wasn't a response. When Justin Braun gets absolutely clobbered from behind by Dylan Hunt, there's got to be a response there. They, they got a five-man power play out of it. I get it. And you don't want to take a penalty. But, geez, that was a really dirty play, really dirty play. You don't do that. When the guy's showing you the numbers in the back plate of his jersey, you don't plow him and drive him into the boards like that. There was no response. And then the other one, I think it was in the first period, when the, it looked like the Rangers scored, it was clearly offside. They blew the play dead. And about two and a half, three seconds later, a Ranger still popped it into the Flyers' net. Now, that may seem like a little thing, but you got to stand up at that point. You don't take that. That's unacceptable. That's not good sportsmanship. That violates the code of hockey. And I didn't see anything. So that bothers me. That makes me mad. Because those are things you can control. Sometimes you'll go through a scoring drought and you can't score and you squeeze your stick and all that stuff. Those are things maybe that are out of your control a little bit. But how you respond to a team putting the puck in your net almost three seconds after the whistle is blown on an offside, that's not. That's something you can control. How you respond to Justin Braun getting cleaned from behind, had to go to the locker room for repairs, is something you can control. And I didn't see anything. And that really bothered me. That really bothered me. Both of those situations really bothered me. Now, maybe they got Hunt's number and they'll get him next time. But that doesn't do you any good in the game. And I know you don't want to take a penalty. And I'm not saying you got to get in a fight. You got to do something, though. You got to let the other team know what just happened was unacceptable. Putting that puck into that net after a clear offside whistle is unacceptable. It's not a hockey play, but it is a violation of a code. And there was no response. And that 
that, frankly, that pisses me off. There should be a response there. That's something you can control. You've lost six straight, and there was no response. And that I've got a problem with. All right, the other question that came in on Twitter was from Colin Newby. He said, uh, at Jason Mert, with the added emphasis on accountability for the opposition this season, why wasn't there—this is what he's talking about— why wasn't there a response after Braun took the charge and another big hit from Reeves, especially considering how badly the Rangers embarrassed them last year? Colin, it's such a great point. Reeves' hit was a big one, too. Why is there no response? We saw this team in the beginning of the year standing up for each other way more than they did last year. Is the six-game losing streak, you know, sucking that part of their game out? Is it making it so they don't want to stand up for each other right now? Now's when you need to do it. This is when you got to come together. This is when you got to stick up for your teammates. This is when you got to let the opposition know that what's happening out there, if you're going to take runs at our guys or you're going to put the puck in the empty net, that it's not acceptable. But we didn't see anything. And that really irks me. All right, let's get to Flyers head coach Elaine Vigneault, who addressed the media after the game. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you look at the the game all, overall, I mean, I like the way we came out. Uh, our PK uh, gives up that first goal on a play there that we had talked to our, our players about. Should have got a block shot from one of our two forwards there. Didn't get it. Goalie doesn't see the puck. Um and uh, there's no doubt that, you know, I thought the power play in the second period gave us some momentum, thought it had some real good looks. Um, but at the end of the day, and you need to find a you know, way to finish, and we're not, we didn't do that, just like we need to find a way to win a game, and we didn't do that tonight also. So uh, power play had opportunities, um, could have made a big difference in helping us come back in this game, but we're just not making the plays we need to make. Uh, when Joel got hurt, uh, I didn't. See, I haven't seen a replay. I, I know I was told he fell awkwardly into the boards, so he'll be reevaluated tomorrow, and I'll have more news for you. We're satisfied. Yeah, I'm not satisfied about anything here. Like we have to find a way to win games here. This is uh, this is uh, serious here, and. Um, you know, we're not scoring right now. We're not finishing. So we're going to have to find a way to win games one nothing or 2-1. to one. And uh, until we get uh, uh, some of that finish that I know some of these players have, but definitely right now uh, we're, we're not seeing it. We're not executing it. So uh, we're going to have to tighten up defensively and find a way to win one nothing or 2-1. to one. Last one. In the moments leading up to the Kreider Bowl, the second period, you sound He's got a play that if he makes, we're going down two on one. He's got to make that play. It's That's a play that you have to make just like, you know, when you're on the power play and they, there's some openings and some line, lanes that are open. There's some plays that our guys have made in the past that they have the talent to make it and they got to find a way to make it. AV's frustration is palpable. You could see it on his face when he walked into that media room. Uh, to answer questions from the media. And right now, it's not pretty. And it's not going to get better by not standing up for each other. It's not going to get better letting teams put pucks into your net after a whistle or not defending your teammate Justin Braun 
when he gets run from behind. They got to come together and they got to realize that. And the only way that they can end this losing streak and start to get things back on track in some way, shape, or form and try and survive until Ryan Ellis gets back is to come together. Right now, and what I saw the game last night, did not look like they were together. Need to see a response in situations like that. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Have a great Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Brand new Flyers Daily Friday edition coming up. Get down.